in a world of angels and demons and possession, we find ourselves trying to battle evil on a daily basis through exorcism. But do we actually find ourselves in the battle of the seventh day? Again, with the matters that we deal with in these movies, we do have a trigger warning today in the instance of sexual assault. If this is something that triggers you, please know that the National Sexual Assault Hotline is 1-800-656-4673. Again, that's 1-800-656-4673. You are not alone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another rousing edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you today? Fabulous. Keeping it clean like we do every week, and today is a very special episode. We have a very special guest. Oh, shit. Mr. Pat McGraw. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Pat? Oh, I'm, I'm wonderful. I don't have anything for that one. I'm oh, not okay. Try- I'm not, I'm not- <laughs> We're trying to get fabulous in a black. <laughs> in that case, I'm sour apple. <laughs> so uh, we watched the seventh day. Uh, we'll obviously get into the movie here in a minute. But Pat, would you like to tell us your first impressions of this movie? Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I was shocked at how much I didn't hate it. Uh, (laughs) I'm not a humongous horror person so I was already like this is going to be a terrible experience but to be honest it was actually like surprisingly I can't believe John talked me into this yeah (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely like uh, I should have asked for more money you know like uh, (laughs) I appreciate you not (laughs) yeah yeah of course (laughs) there's one person at this table being paid right now (laughs) and it's not your host (laughs) that's fair Uh, (laughs) But Eric, what were, what were your first impressions? Yeah, it was the same thing. I think we need to go ahead and address the fact that rating systems for all facets of entertainment are fucking busted. And That's why they, I say fuck Rotten I mean, Tomatoes yeah. every time. Um, for, for context, uh, Rotten Tomatoes give this movie a 17, and I think we were all anticipating something far worse than we witnessed today. Like, like the one we also watched on Memorial Day? Yeah, which was also <laughs> a 17. So. <laughs> Uh, so I thought this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I've said before in some of these movies, I really enjoy the uh, religion mythos. Like, I really like the idea of, you know, angels and demons and like this apocryphal idea. Obviously, we'll get into that later when I start plugging. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but it, it is such a cool concept to me because it almost feels earthly to us right like it almost feels some sense of realism like this could happen to you Mm -hmm. because you hear all these stories all the time like oh well this is based on a true story of this exorcism that happened in this year and we're just like oh fuck did this this actually happen um you know so i i really enjoyed this movie so like let's let's get on into it you know we start with uh i thought it was a really cool concept of it felt like a docuseries almost Mm -hmm. right they start having these shots of what some people would call propaganda at the end of the day, but I think that's just the film idea of 1995, yeah. <laughs> which is where we start this movie off in, uh, was it Baltimore? Yeah. I believe. And then we had Pope John Paul coming and visiting and explaining, like, this is where the colonial church started. And mm-hmm. as a native, I'm like, well, fuck that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and kind of uh, bringing that down to earth. So we start off with um, this scene of... Uh, Actually, I'm so sorry. 
we didn't even get into the important characters of this movie. Yeah. I was trying to give Eric a little bit of a reprieve from <laughs> having to read these names half the time, but getting into the story, now that we know that Pope John Paul II was right. in it. He played himself. Yeah, he, he played himself beautifully, <laughs> actually. Um, so what is our itinerary for this movie? This film is written and directed by Justin Lang. The runtime clock's in at one hour and uh, 27 minutes. And as it turns out, this was released on March 28th of 2021. So we are Ooh. just barely celebrating the one-year anniversary of this, which is fantastic. Um, top billing cast is relatively brief. We have Guy Pierce playing Father Peter, Vadir Derbez playing Father Daniel, Stephen Lang playing the Archbishop, Brady Dennis playing Charlie Giroux, Robin Bartlett playing Helen, and Keith David himself makes an appearance as Father Lewis. I love Keith David. I absolutely love that man. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry you didn't have something better to do with your day, but <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it. Uh, so we kind of get into uh the outside of the docuseries, we have this really cool pan shot of like, you know, you have Pope John Paul II on the TV and it starts to pan out into this room in 1995. And it is Keith David and what we will know later as uh, Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. who is also uh, fa- not father yet, mm-hmm. I feel at this point mm-hmm. in the timeline, it is just Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of start with them just kind of conversing about just general Catholicism, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And then we get this fucking pounding at the door. And what do we kind of, I mean, we kind of walk into uh, this girl who's got fists of steel, I guess, because yeah, yeah. the whole room is shaking, <laughs> which, I mean, I think... The chandelier all... turned off. <laughs> <laughs> it was her sheer force. It was right, not yeah. Satan. Right. Yeah, that's the thing that got me was uh, Jeff Goldblum's... Uh, little cameo whenever he saw the glass of water shaking I uh, like, yeah yeah <laughs> i thought that was michael j fox <laughs> <laughs> there it is uh, there'll be a second trigger warning for this episode for anybody who has parkinson's you can reach out to- i'm just kidding <laughs> no one can help you i just hey, yeah, yeah. I just rattle off their number <laughs> but uh i mean what, what do we kind of get to with uh father lewis who's played by keith david and peter like what what do we really see le- exiting this room yeah i mean it, you immediately see Lewis do the worst job as an exorcist. He does mm-hmm. the exact one thing that you shouldn't do and is die. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey man, you're supposed to get the demon out, bud. Yeah. And never mind the fact that he like gave Peter like the hype speech. Cause that's the way that came off to yeah. me. It's like, he all right, team, remember where we are? Yeah. Remember how we got yeah. here? Believe in yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And, and, you know, there's a very interesting question that I do want to ask at the end of this podcast, just based on that scene, because by the end of this, I think it's very interesting that Father Lewis dies. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But again, we'll circle back to that. Uh, So we kind of get into the initial uh, exorcism and, you know, Keith David or Father Lewis is just like saying everything that we mm-hmm. will hear in every exorcism mm-hmm. through the rest of this uh, movie, you know, Judah the lion mm-hmm. and just fucking really throwing it at him. And I don't understand scripture enough to really <laughs> tell you if that was actually supposed to be something different than right. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like everything starts going South, right. For this exorcism. Yeah. Yeah. You see the, uh, Initially, it's the smile breaking across the kid's face, right? And it gets a little... Do you guess how I got these star shit? Yeah, 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 totally. And it gets wider and it gets wider. It's getting into, like, have a nice day territory, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then the mom, who's like, you know, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, hey, dude, you should 
pick this up a little bit, speed this process up. It's getting <laughs> worse. You know, starts lifting up yeah, her chest. wraps around her chin and everything, and we're thinking she's about to get jawed real quick. You know, <laughs> I, mean? <laughs> I thought that just meant her Christianity was aroused. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my cross is up here. Right here. <laughs> hey, dude, my eyes are here. My cross is here, bud. Okay. I can't tell if it's, if it's the intensity or not, but I'm just saturated. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this movie is that the husband, her husband's name's never said, but it's definitely Herbert, and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Herbert pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and we're in this really awkward position, too, is because, like, once that cross starts to rise up on her chest, I think we're all in the same spot where it was like, oh, it's about to kill the mom. Right, yeah. yeah. And then just, mm-hmm. just fucking snipes, snipes Father Lewis. Yeah. Four, <laughs> kill, kill number, number one. one. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he's just, like, sitting there bleeding out. Peter's like, how do I help you? <laughs> Father Lewis is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I knew I should have gone to med school. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Now I, I kept expecting there to be a line to be like, we gotta really increase the first aid. Right. No, totally. <laughs> These priests should be also first responders. Yeah. Cause like even if you hadn't gotten ice, the kid's on fire. So you gotta like yeah, you, know, he's you like, got like a topical cream for this or some kind of grapeseed oil or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only do holistic exorcisms. Right. <laughs> Organic holy water. <laughs> this came right from Jordan. They actually, they actually stole it from the Temple of Zamzam. <laughs> so, so you know, Peter jumps back into the fray. He grabs the crucifix and he picks right back up where Lewis left off. And that's where we kind of get our cut to the title card. Yeah, and this is where we kind of really start building mm-hmm. where we're at. And we jump to, I think it's uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. in present day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, which is weird because it's called the seventh day. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it ever establishes that we're on Sunday. Day witch, yeah. 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 Well, actually, um, this movie was actually, never mind. I can't do math. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because we we're, we're, we are watching it in 2022. My first th- my first thought process was it starts in 95. If mm-hmm. this movie had come out in 2022, right, 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 that right. would have been seven years, and that have been hot. I just, <laughs> you mean the fictional world in which these guys are existing, where demons are actually just yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 you're right. No, just, uh, somebody who was born in 91 can tell you it feels like it's been about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I came here to lead, not to read. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're uh, kind of uh, we had our first kill, which was super mm-hmm. hot. Now we're dropping ourselves into New Orleans for whatever dirty ass reason. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and now we meet what is going to be our final girl, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> totally, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah, Daniel is definitely our final. Girl. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, super, super agree with that. Um, he is sort of a new recruit. That's mm. he's kind of gung ho, like top of his class kind mm-hmm. of character. That's he's the maverick, it, right? 100% <laughs> to go perform exorcisms, which is such a hot flex. You know what I mean? It implies like you know, did he letter in that? Was that varsity or like where did you, you know <laughs> varsity exorcist? Yeah, 100%. So <laughs> you high five down yeah. the hallway yeah. to seminary. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the Methodists, dude. <laughs> 
If you look real close to his little clerical collar, he had a couple of bars on there. So he's, been- <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a kill count, and that's yeah. a problem. There's a purple heart on the other side. Yes, yeah. yeah, he was clearly team captain. And so, <laughs> so the archbishop is like, you know, I'd like you to meet somebody. This is Father Peter. And we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here we go. Peter, you know? Peter yeah. who had studied yeah. under Father Lewis, <laughs> yeah. was ready to fuck it. Anakin Skywalker, meet yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I was also, like, from the very beginning, the archbishop, Scariest character in the whole movie. Totally. 100% <laughs> yeah. scariest, scariest character in the whole movie. By leaps and bounds, he looked like a less inviting version of the Batman from the <laughs> Tim Burton series. Yeah. It was the glasses yeah. that really sold it for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. The best part is I think that guy wrote the movie. <laughs> so that makes that way more interesting to me. <laughs> Did he just Tarantino himself into the movie? One hundred multi langs. Multi langs. Multi langs. It's the lang verse. You <laughs> <laughs> can edit that out. <laughs> the lang verse. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So you know they're kind of having this conversation now that uh, Peter has been invited in, and he's wearing what I assume is a jacket duster that is made of wool that he found with homeless people or in a dumpster somewhere, and. He kind of has this like John Constantine swab mm-hmm. to him, right? He's right. he's got that silver tongue, ah, yeah. <laughs> that silver that. tongue devil, yeah. And he's you know kind of flexing on Daniel, right? Because mm-hmm. he's like, no, you're actually just kind of a bitch. Go get my coffee, yeah. and he just <laughs> right. he just throws a couple bucks on the table and leaves. Everyone's like, you just gave him money. Right. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing to see Mister Rogers do to another person. <laughs> <laughs> Nam was a weird time for him. Yeah, yeah, Nam was. It, I, I think the thing that I was laughing about in the sequence was this is where they kind of pull up to where the homeless people are. They're they're hot on the trail of you know we're going to investigate this because there's this kid Giroux that killed his whole family, right? Right. And so which we just kind of hear about in the back. Passing, yeah, right? yeah. Which, yeah, like, which that's felt, actually the whole plot of the movie. So that would have been nice to <laughs> yeah. establish. You know what I mean? But it just made it feel not cohesive to just be like that's the background noise. Yeah. It's literally the plot of the fucking movie. And yeah. and he was he was like you said he was giving it to Daniel. You know verbal abuse all that shit right yeah and i think patrick he said like okay this guy's clearly in it for the revenge exorcisms or yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. i'm pretty sure his entire attire was just taken from people he done exorcisms on <laughs> hey man i just saved you from a demon that coat is mine Dude, people still drop loot when they die i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah this dude had a couple of legendaries on that's what right. <laughs> the legendary duster made of wool. <laughs> well, no, dude, he had this one legendary piece on him that was real key. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still can't believe he fucking... Anyways, that's that's spoiler territory. We'll get there soon enough. <laughs> yeah, spoiler for the thing we hope you guys have watched before you listen to us. <laughs> hey, if they, if they don't, they're listening to it for a totally different reason, and I fucking get that. If yeah. you want to know if this movie's fucking worth watching or not, that's what the podcast the is fact that people very would, The fact that people would consider us better than a movie is just... <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're better than the Washingtonians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in this car scene, like as they're pulling up, yeah. uh, the, the conversation that they have, I really loved. At least mm-hmm. at one point specifically, uh, Daniel actually tries to flex on uh, Peter, yeah. which is crazy because, again, you know, we know now that he's Peter's been doing this for 25 years. Right. He knows how to exercise demons. He's the scariest motherfucker on the block. Mm-hmm. And he goes, ask me anything. Ask me anything about exorcisms. <laughs> I know everything. And fucking Peter just looks at him and goes, what the fuck are you doing in my car? Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
And he gives him this spiel that was very altruistic to what you would think an exorcist needs to be. Like, you have to be the one who's running into the fire Mm -hmm. and ready to fucking throw your life on the line for whatever the fuck is happening. And there's just, like, this breakdown moment for Daniel, I feel like, where he has this realization of, like, this is not going to be like what I thought it was in yeah. the books. And he act, and Peter brings that up to him. He's yeah. like, you can't learn this in a dark room mm-hmm. in books. Yeah. This is something that you have to experience to mm-hmm. fucking understand. Sure. And I, I feel like that's just got to be the page that you're on, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. It just feels like a weird thing to baby bird people into, though. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, hey, are you hope you're... You've been reading about all of these uh, supernatural Bye, entities. Hope you find your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, go find a demon in this homeless camp for us real quick, dude. Can you sniff that out, valedictorian? So what is the first thing that Daniel does is he finds the closest black guy and approaches him. Take <laughs> 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 it immediately. Because we walk Thanks, right Horror past Trips. literally yeah. everyone in this room when we get under the bridge, which has like this homeless colony that's being served by, you know, I, I think her hat said Nola Angels. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, this little i guess soup kitchen that stays Mm -hmm. under the bridge and feeds these homeless people and we walk right past her and literally every person in the room was like that's That's the demon yeah that's the fucking demon what did you call her the demon of butter yeah Yeah. she's like paula dean yeah yeah, yeah. no this is paula dean's cousin she's in the cut dude yeah yeah, she she won't get in trouble for saying the N word because she's around them. <laughs> yeah, she's been blessed in. She's however you say Paula Dean in Latin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so Paulo's Dianos. And nomine patri, like so. Again, again, we're like looking for this demon because he's just like, all right, you're on the trail, right? right? You know, Peter is handing this off to Daniel. This is your first assignment. Uh This is something you have to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And of course, again, we walk right past what we know. Every Like, if Uh you watch this movie, you know it's the fucking demon. Yeah. Yeah. We continue to walk and there is this black guy with a, with his hands are shaking, Mm -hmm. almost like Parkinson's Mm -hmm. ass. We don't know because he's young. It could be drugs. Who fucking knows? But he is just staring like aimlessly into this burning uh barrel fire Mm -hmm. right and i assume that like it's nola so it's probably like 85 Mm -hmm. degrees and humid outside so i don't know why you're sitting in front of a fire unless you're a fucking demon he was really missing hell hell. (laughs) oh so much warmer there this reminds me of dad (laughs) (laughs) and then we just have like this really weird moment where you know we're standing with peter and daniel and daniel's like this is the demon Mm -hmm. he pulls out his cross he starts you know reciting scripture trying to exercise this Mm -hmm. demon and peter is pretty much doing everything but laughing at him behind him (laughs) he's letting him fuck this up yeah yeah and he's just like what a fucking idiot Mm Yeah, and so at this point, um, the woman that they walk past, we find out her name is Helen, um, comes up because the guy references her as Ma. That's what he called it. You know, she usually brings Helen, me yeah. up, you know what I mean? And so it was it was funny to me that she immediately approached from behind and was like, okay, I think y'all need to leave now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck, that's crucifix. Hey, it's time for y'all to go. <laughs> and so um, Peter walks past her again, walks over to Daniel and hands him a piece of paper. And he kind of like looks at it and he just goes... Abizuth or whatever. I, I think it's Absoluth. <laughs> Absoluth. I, I don't know. 
It may have autocorrected it for me. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> my phone doesn't know yeah. demon names. Yes. My, my yeah. phone just says obstruction. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this dude also being someone who struggled to learn how to read when I was a kid, like this guy just ripped this right. Latin name. <laughs> Didn't even sound it out. He was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, Odie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bitch, what? And then you hear that. Kind of rustling noise in the wind, and her hair starts to lift a little bit. (laughs) The smile cracks across her face, and I I can't remember what triggered this, but at some point, there's this like explosion of demon energy. This tent moves like horizontally. (laughs) Yeah, dude, some homeless person was just moving. I don't know why you're doing that. It looked like they shot it out of an air cannon. (laughs) It it was a great glass elevator. It looked like a jellyfish leaving. Dude, just, I'm out, bro. It's, like, it's another Willy Wonka movie. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. And they, they all kind of wake up and, like, Peter looks fucking dead. I mean, he, like, yeah. is, like, on his back, like, you know, completely unconscious. But the way, like, super attractive people die, like, he has, right, like, a yeah, hand yeah. on his brow. And he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's KO'd beautifully. So yeah, everything gets blown out, and then fucking uh, absolute or whoever. Yeah. Dude, Ma Helen's over there yeah. crunching on some glass for some reason. Yeah, we, like Daniel looks down. She's like, "What the?" He's like, "What the fuck is yeah. going on?" <laughs> and she's just like, "It looks like she's eating sea glass." Yeah, yeah. yeah. or what I assume is pop rocks. I've never been on a uh, in an actual <clears throat> movie. So, uh, as an actor, uh, yeah. I'll say I think she, it's pronounced actor. Uh, but, uh, I'm in business. <laughs> hey, look, man, you talk about it, you know? Uh, I can guarantee that lady was 100%. That, was the best <laughs> that lady was 100% eating glass for real, dude. Uh, so. You have so, no idea what we have to do to our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm in this because I love it. Right. <laughs> All the sex scenes in movies are real. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of actresses and actors are fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, that that's fucking incredible. But yeah, so she she's eating these fistfuls of what looks like the remnants of a Heineken bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like she's never eaten before, too. Just right. she's right. like uh, like Cookie Monster's been let loose and it's been out, you know, like that boy's freebasing yeah. on a spoon, his cookie boy. He's going for it. I'm melting chocolate chips down on my fucking spoon. <laughs> Got him in the straw. <laughs> I like it. Slurps. I hate. This is why I'm bad at podcasts. <laughs> I just like how we're six minutes into the movie and we're like twenty minutes into. The podcast. <laughs> so it's just. Yeah, I've been told I'm a problem for editors. <laughs> oh fuck! Wait, no, I'm not an editor. <laughs> so. So, anyways, Daniel's yeah. like, okay, here's our demon. Yeah, we we yeah, figured yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sleuthed it. Yeah, yeah he, he well, did he? <laughs> yeah, he's like, normal people don't eat glass. <laughs> yeah, so fucking, uh, she's eating the glass. She fucking throws Daniel down against this chain link fence, and she's like, starting to open her mouth, and it's like, oh yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, her mouth opened so big, mm-hmm. and also I would have never How expected the ma- <laughs> <laughs> Gene Simmons Ma Helen kiss. Bro, let's talk about that real quick. With the blood and everything. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I actually thought that was a cut at first because she like gets yeah. in his face and like licks the side of his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's this blood streak, and I'm like, I can't tell if that's her bleeding from the glass that uh-huh. she ate. Right. Also, 
We'll, we'll circle back to that too. Because uh, Peter's like, okay, fuck this, I'll yeah, take over. Yeah. 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 And Peter just fucking bodies her in the yeah. exorcism sense. Nails right? every sentence, sticks the landing on all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. the hardest middle management store runner. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. The power of Christ compels you, bitch. Ah, uh, you're right. Bang. We're <laughs> on. Cut scene, we're back in the car, and yeah. now we just go to the house that we heard about earlier, right? Right. It's, it's so abrupt. And what was the kid's name again? Uh, uh, Charlie Giroux. Char- yeah. Charlie Giroux. Yeah. Old Chuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old, Old Chuck, Chuck. Yeah. who has butchered his family, uh, who is currently in a detention center. We have our exorcist crack team of Peter and Daniel, if you want to call mm-hmm. him that. Uh, actually, he's it's, it's crazy because they actually park out in front of the house. And Peter just sends Daniel in and he's just like, this is, this is yours. You have to do this. You have to figure this out. And it's like, dude, I've been doing this for like three hours mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. <laughs> I just graduated, man. I, I feel like everyone at this table has had to train someone at work to some capacity. At some point, you know what I mean? Have we ever let somebody run the line on hour three of their first day? You know what I mean? This is a fucking exorcism, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, honestly, it depends on my mood. <laughs> hey, do I you like the person? You you know yeah. I mean? um, so yeah, you know, he finally fucking uh, ovaries up. He goes into the house. Yeah. Immediate shit show. Yeah, it's, it's an like, immediate shit show for this guy. And we have these thoughts of like, is he? Does he have superpowers? Because yeah. he immediately mm-hmm. starts having mm-hmm. these visions of what happened in the house. Because oh, that's because uh, what's his name? Uh, Father Peter, which spot on name for a Catholic priest. Uh, uh, Peter, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> he also before uh, poor Daniel, which is what I, th- I think the only way I'm referring to him for the rest poor of Daniel. this movie is poor Daniel. I like poor Daniel. Uh, he sends him in this house and he says, "Hey man, just." Let them in. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, bitch. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Who are they? (laughs) You just want me to let... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's happening? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so sorry. As as you were saying... Uh, Come in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it it a knock-knock joke? What's going on? Nobody's here. I I didn't think so. I'll go to the next room. (laughs) Whatever, Peter. (laughs) Oh, shitty bread. (laughs) Hey, there, Rover. Come on over. (laughs) Peter's been hitting the sauce a little early. I don't know what's going on. I do want one horror movie where like an automated like robot vacuum is still going, yeah. even in the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just oh, on turn off my room. Oh, shit. <laughs> Evidence is inside that guy. It probably is. And dump it all out of the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, actually the detective's That's the episode of CSI wants so bad. Someone tearing into a fucking fake robot vacuum. <laughs> so so we go to this house and we start like kind of seeing. Uh, these premonitions that uh, Daniel is having. And the first one is like this super overt, like super Christian Southern, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) using some words where we don't use on this podcast because we would like our ratings to be decent. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) that's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, uh, you know, and he's like, just, it's almost congenial to him where he's just kind of, floating through mm-hmm. these different premonitions yeah. that he's kind of yeah. seen 
because he goes literally from this room that was super intense for yelling at Charlie, you know, mm-hmm. his whole family's coming down on him for being friends with somebody that's gay, yeah. to moving on to... It's like he's seeing the most significant memories pertaining to this particular instance, like right. that or, happened in these rooms and that kind of thing, and he's piecing the details together, right? Or what makes him weak, right? and what makes him susceptible to mm-hmm. something like this. Because that's what's so cool about this kind of mythos is there are a lot of, I don't want to say rules, but there's a lot that makes you susceptible Mm -hmm. to it, you know? Um, And we, again, we start to see a lot of these key memories. Yeah. So he, he, um, I got to find my notes here. We'll cut this. Yeah. I was laughing. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Your editor's got this. The, uh, the first thing that we come to though, is the, it's like a a family dining scene. Mm-hmm. Right, and you you kind of have like your nuclear family there, and it's obviously that they have like That's the the rebellious uh, young daughter who I will go on record right now as saying is the shittiest character. <laughs> in the film they did everything that they could to make that poor person unlikable from the top. It probably tanked her career. Oh yeah, she's done. <laughs> Glad she made twenty thousand dollars on this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, I was just gonna say like it's it's interesting though because like. It, Literally, the the only other thing that's happened to Daniel up until this point is the experience with Ma Helen mm-hmm. and then uh, Guy Pierce, Father Peter being like, let him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now he's having these like supernatural uh, moments where he's getting to see these intimate details uh, all about the origin of this specific kind of like possession yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's it's very interesting how quickly all of a sudden he almost got mary sued it felt like so yeah. that was There's what no my thing was it, it, yeah. yeah either he had these powers which is bullshit because that's why he graduated top of his class cheater he knew the answers on the test already <laughs> he didn't even or read he the bible fucking awakened. i don't know i mean is this some <laughs> yeah. is this information that the demon is affording him mm-hmm. to get him closer because right. the demon wants him you know so are we making this movie better right <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying so hard <laughs> uh, so i I, I suppose it was like the point of this was to perform the exorcism on charlie right, right? and mm-hmm. everything we're, we're yeah. trying to make it so right. the church will allow the exorcism we can to happen. prove that he is possessed mm-hmm. with this circumstantial evidence because i guess the separation yeah. of church and state is actually not real because right. apparently the state will just hand over a small boy to be exercised yeah, as long as we yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt it was below the mason dixon line <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we kind of get start going through these other memories. Um, and guys, just so you know, this is a trigger warning. If you want to skip about 10 to 30 seconds past this. Um, so we get to, uh, there's a flash of one that I can't remember. And then the other one is him sitting with a priest and the priest is very clearly putting the moves on Mm -hmm. Charlie and like everyone in the room gets so fucking uncomfortable. Mm -hmm with this and it's just like okay cool no i get it i'd be susceptible mm-hmm. to a fucking demon too i'd kill my fucking family too right yep and then that kind of gets us to the next part of the premonitions where we actually see charlie like we go upstairs we see the mm-hmm. axe in his hand we yeah. see him kill each one mm-hmm. of his family members and again like weirdly enough daniel is so Fucking like just not phased mm-hmm. by any of this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so cool with everything he's seeing. Like this guy's gonna have so much PTSD. Is Constantine ever phased? 
You know what I mean? And that was the vibe, right? Yeah, he's I like, mean, I, I, like, but he also yeah. does black yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 a lot of drugs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He does a lot of drugs. This dude is literally doing lines of dark yeah. magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off a Ouija board. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he, he hires a hooker just to snort dark arts off her phone. <laughs> that guy knows what's up. Wolf of Wall Street's a hell of a movie. <laughs> what do you have in your spoon? I am Newt. Thank you. I'm almost... All right. Uh, it's so much. I put boat. the shield up. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. It's so easy to add it out in space. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, <laughs> like, huh? Charlie's. We're doing the rules, dude. We fucking suck at this. We fucking suck at this. Like I'm fine until you go. And I'm like, I'm not into it. I'll do it. Try it one time. All right. All right. Charlie's underneath the bed. He's not okay. That's what I'm saying. It's easy. You have to do it. It's a peripheral move. Yeah. It's like the wave, dude. On three. All right. One, two, three. That should stay in. Charlie's okay. underneath the bed at this point, right? <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I can't stop, dude. So yeah, we kind of hear the help, right? Like we hear something crying out for Daniel to come and, you know, salvage him from whatever fucking is happening. And he goes into what I assume is Charlie's room and he looks under the bed and there's nothing but darkness right. there. And of course, everyone who's ever watched a horror movie is like, oh, it's coming. Uh-huh. And then just, <laughs> <laughs> And there, what's really funny about this is there's uh, this point where, you know, he gets scared. He doesn't get pulled mm-hmm. under the bed. He stands back up. And then what does he do? He checks back under the bed <laughs> to make sure the monster's mm-hmm. gone, which is now just illuminated. Mm-hmm. And there's like a stuffed dolphin down there, which weird flex. Yeah. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. um, for the type of household this felt like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like. It was a saint's household, not a dolphin's household. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphin's wearing a Drew Brees jersey. <laughs> Dude, I just like that while he's experiencing all of this, like, paranormal or, like, supernatural activity at this point, mm-hmm. that, like, flashlights on a cell phone are something that's still right. in whatever realm he's been dropped in. Right, because, he, you know, you can still afford Apple products as a priest. They mm-hmm. make so much money. <laughs> well, I, that's actually not my point. My point is, like, there's a couple of times that the movie uses this uh, kind of, like, supernatural setting to mm-hmm. definitely do a lot of the uh, legwork when it comes to being like, look, demons... You know what right. I mean? So it's weird. Cinematic that, lighting and things of that nature, yeah. but the iPhone is never affected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The iPhone's totally fine. Yeah. Like every other light yeah. that's ever turned on up until this point Could is you flickering and doing there, like, They're too fucking secure, dude. The, the security's too strong. They're too, yeah. Security's too yeah. strong. The demon's yeah, like so trying to pass yeah. Fuck, I can't. Yeah. So, so we have all these <laughs> premonitions now, right? And we finally have, like, Daniel gets the fuck out of the house. Yeah. Like, he gets... Like, almost thrown down the stairs, mm-hmm. you know, with all of these ghosts and premonitions and mm-hmm. whatever the whatever the fucking metaphysical idea mm-hmm. that these creatures are, yeah. are affecting him. And he's like, okay, I've taken everything that I can from this. I need to fucking get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He goes back to the car and in John Constantine style. <laughs> <Gotta> <laughs> go. <laughs> Peter's just like, how was it? Yeah. <laughs> it fucking sucked, man. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a fucking family get axe murdered. <laughs> yep. 
So now they're just kind of like, okay, well, do you think that we have enough reason to go interview him? And Peter's mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we absolutely have enough evidence yes. to go interview him. So they go him. to the detention yeah. center now, and uh, there's this really interesting breakaway because they get there, they sign in, they're like, we need to talk to Charlie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Daniel is like about to walk through the door mm-hmm. into the center. And uh, Peter just kind of looks at him and, Char- you know, uh, Daniel looks back and he's just like, you're not coming with me. And he goes, this is your journey. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do to become an exorcist. And like, we're still playing on that plot line of like, I'm trying to make you as good at this as I am. Yeah. You know, and that's again, like, who doesn't want to be the mm-hmm. guy that just bodied this fucking demon earlier? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so... We get to, you know, Charlie and Daniel start to have this conversation, Mm -hmm. and Charlie's actually fairly well adjusted at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't (laughs) feel like we're talking to whatever is possessing him. We Mm -hmm. feel like we're talking to him. He's having a good day. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good day. (laughs) I didn't have to make that blood spray. (laughs) (laughs) No copyrighted music. (laughs) That's a different lyric. Usually we just do it. <laughs> Up to four seconds is uh, fair use. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. And then we kind of get into this conversation of like, you know, you know, I met the, uh, Charlie starts talking about, I met this man. Mm-hmm. He tells me that I need to help him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I need to help him. And like the first thing Daniel, it, like at least has learned something today mm-hmm. is like, did you catch his name? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I've seen this happen before. I've seen this work. This is an effective method. I saw this an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, first day on the job. (laughs) Also, just Charlie's crime is befitting of his uh, location. But I mean, this kid is in like maximum prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I keep saying detention center, but it really is like super max. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had his own room. He was separated from other people. There was one bed in his room. So it's obvious that he doesn't have another like a cellmate or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's clearly like. Not just high risk, but also like a da- they consider him dangerous. Mm. Yeah. So the fact that they just let like these two they close dudes, the door uh, behind yeah. him. Yeah. They're not even wearing priest robes yeah. at this point. Right. They're both just dressed mm-hmm. kind of like Hollywood people. Yeah. With dressed, like, like cool youth pastors. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> they're having this conversation, and then just like you know. Charlie is like um, what I assume to be between 10 and 20, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. He, he's probably between like 10 and 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very small, very frail. Mm-hmm. And we start to see, you know, the lights are flickering again. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to feel the possession happening in the room. <laughs> and then he just like, like his eyes roll back and he just lunges at Daniel mm-hmm. and fucking pounces him to the ground. <laughs> I can edit that out. <laughs> And is suddenly also apparently 50 pounds heavier. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just immediately yeah. heavier. He, he, it's like he gets attacked by like one of the raptors in the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, get off of me. Get off of me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you could body this kid yeah. right now. And, no, uh, and honestly, no one would have said shit yeah. because he just murdered five people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. The uh, guards like kind of shake their hand and like slip a 20 in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, he's, like, holding over top of him, and he's just like, we're coming. We're spreading, like, wildfire. <laughs> Let us in. Which, Skate city. Which is actually our second. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's where the demons are from. Is, 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 is skate, skate City, bitch. Skate, 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 skate City, bitch. Specifically in Larry's D&D fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, so we finally have, like, you know, Daniel getting bodied to the ground. And then <laughs> he's like, help! Help! The, the officer like opens up the door and he's like, "Get off him, kid!" I assume he hits him with a nightstick. I can't tell. Oh, bro, he, he just picks him up and slams him against the wall. Yeah. Like, oh, that's he's, so like, hard. he's like, "All right, it's like when a dog is like humping something. It's like you just got nope." That's right because he's yeah. a white kid. Yeah. <laughs> with un- unfortunate truths on this podcast, I think we've covered it on just about every one of them so far. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in that in that same vein. Uh, you know, he gets pushed up against the wall and Daniel's like, oh, I can't believe that I'm okay after this. And he goes back out and he's got like this ice pack that he's holding to the back of his head from getting bodied from this fucking 10 year old. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, do you think we have enough evidence to bring to the Vatican? His Peter's like, how to go? <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, you're goddamn right we do. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, so now we find out in that scene with the interview that it was like, when did you, because Daniel actually asked him knowingly enough, mm-hmm. where did you start feeling this? When mm-hmm. did you start actually like perceiving what is happening mm-hmm. to your body? And he goes, oh, is that the skate rink? <laughs> so lo and behold, we leave here. We go to the skate rink. We find, uh, I think her name was Jazzy. Jazzy, yeah. Yeah, Jazzy was yeah. playing uh, Street Fighter 2. Was mid-final boss fight. Yeah, mid-final yeah. boss fight. And I can yeah. only imagine that uh, Father Peter actually unplugged the machine mm-hmm. because it just fucking turns off. She's like, know? oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and the kids are like, you were mid-boss fight. She's like, you think I don't fucking know that? Yeah. <laughs> there are some sassy-ass kids mm-hmm. in this movie, by the way. Those kids were perfectly on par for what they should have been. I think the creepiest thing that happened in this section is Father Daniel just watching that one person skate for too long. Yeah. <laughs> like he watched, watched, watched him for so long, I was like, that's a plot point. I, I could have been a figure skater. <laughs> yeah. I could have been anything else. <laughs> well, and, and that's that seems so weird, too, because like you were saying, like it feels like it's a plot point. It, yeah. feels, it feels like there's actually not supposed to be anybody here. And there's just another premonition of this right. bitch roller skating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and instead, the kid, you know, uh, Father Peter, again, I assume that he just unplugs the arcade machine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Peter and Daniel are like interviewing these kids, and they're just like, well, we think we might know what happened. Mm-hmm. They bring him down into like. <laughs> The basement, the, basement. the Freddy Krueger dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kids themselves specifically say nobody knows about this, but it's readily apparent by seeing the location. Everybody who works there <laughs> fucking knows about this. There's spot. Christmas lights. Up yeah, there. yeah. Somebody smoking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dude on break right now. Hey, what the fuck, man? So they crack out in for our listeners. I'm sorry that we're doing another Ouija board movie. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know. This oh, I'm one, sorry. Did you guys know this was a horror podcast? <laughs> this is, uh, it's Ouija boards all the way down. <laughs> Dude, I thought the name of the uh, podcast itself was Only Ouija. Yeah. <laughs> it's only Luigi. Yeah. Ouija's are us, dude. I get it. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> hey, dude, we all knew a lot of things about this movie, okay? That's right. <laughs> At least this one was in English, so I can read it. Yeah. <laughs> 
What does C mean? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is adios? <laughs> a hola? What the fuck does that even mean? I like that you really hit this, the H. It's it's a hola. Yeah. It's a whole lot of <laughs> so, so naturally, again, we get to like this peak in Daniel <laughs> in Daniel and Peter's relationship where you know, he's like, you just have to take this venture on your own, right? Like, you. <laughs> I, just, I just like that Father Daniel is Father Daniel, but Guy Pierce is always Guy Pierce. <laughs> or he's Don Constantine. <laughs> A man has many names. <laughs> Again, pay us to watch cigarettes, season eight. <laughs> so, so, anyways, uh, you know. I guess he's Father Daniel, right? Because he, he got through seminary. Like that's yeah. more. Oh, than yeah, yeah, no, he definitely graduated. That's yeah, more sure. than an atheist has done. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he starts in on this Ouija board, and it's so funny because like one of the kids that was there like <laughs> takes up his phone and just starts recording it for the picture mm. in picture, and then we like we actually don't get to watch it through that. That we go back to these premonitions, right? Or we, mm. we're almost astral projecting at this mm-hmm. point into the situation that occurred where he actually sees himself in the mirror for a minute, right? When yeah. we first see him, then he's holding the ax. The family's fucking, they're already dead. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why he vilified himself in that scene. No. Um, maybe that's like some existential crisis of not being able to mm-hmm. help this kid that he really wants to help. Wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but you know, he battles the demons. They throw him down the stairs, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And finally, like, comes uh-huh. back out. Right, and that's yeah. really the extent of what fucking happens in there. So I think is, it's key there to just be like, "That's the second time he's gone downstairs." Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> they throw. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah, they, to the lab again. They fucking <laughs> throw Father Daniel down some damn stairs. Right. <laughs> so uh, all of this again is meant to be. We're assembling evidence. I love thinking about the concept of some kid texting this video of his like bishop in training you know in the he's middle, like seizing his eyes middle, are rolled back in the he's middle of performing like... a seance and he just gets it like in the middle of like i don't know and and just like oh fuck okay yeah they can come see me now yeah i believe him yeah you know, like because well, afterwards too like he comes back too and the kids are like was that real were you actually like not moving the right. Ouija board i was like he was fucking convulsing right <laughs> And then all the lights go off. (laughs) 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 I like uh, how concerned he was about what it spelled, even though he just watched some Mm -hmm. of the worst things he possibly Mm -hmm. could have seen. What What did it spell? (laughs) One kid's like, evil. These nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Seven days. (laughs) Meanwhile, one kid's got on a boomerang uh, boomerang and it's already on his Instagram. (laughs) This is dude vibing. It's, it's Apparently, this filter shows you the direction. <laughs> <laughs> Just Father Daniel breaking it down, boy. <laughs> So now I guess like the kids are just not even important characters at this point because no. because we just no. fucking leave. We go back to speak to the archbishop. We have <laughs> Peter and Daniel that are like, "Hey, so this is all the evidence we've gathered. We think this person is possessed. We need to do it." And the archbishop is taking that stance of, "We're really not trying to do that today. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do that like Saturday." And like, <laughs> it's it's so awkward and then like again we see this super tight flex from peter who is supposed to be everybody's favorite character at this point and he's just like i'm gonna talk to him leave the archbishop and i alone for mm-hmm. a minute which i think was supposed to allude to something else but mm-hmm. by the end of the movie i just don't think that that was actually the case no, you know? it, it yeah. literally uh, felt like an ended plot line 
You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 it really yeah. felt like an untied, like an mm-hmm. untied up moment. Yeah, so uh, we have this really weird scene, which actually has absolutely nothing to do with this fucking movie, right? Is he sitting in the reception area of this church, mm-hmm. right? And the receptionist walks up to him, and we again, we're in the mindset we've been told already there is a wildfire that is spreading of fucking mm-hmm. demons. So we're assuming that like the receptionist is a demon at sure. this point, right? And she right. comes up. And she's like, well, I'm just so sorry we haven't figured out whether or not you're going to be able to exercise this kid yet or not. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to, like, if you ever need some help, here's the name of another priest that mm-hmm. can help you out with this. She also goes ahead and tells you that that guy was also trained by Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. Who, again, that's trickling mm-hmm. down from Father Lewis. So it's right. almost like this lineage of how... We have these badass exorcists, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But one of the reoccurring themes is like, even though we've been training these exorcists, things have been getting worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, she gives him the number and then Peter walks out and he's just like, gang, gang, <laughs> we, we got it. <laughs> They're also pretty explicit in how uncomfortable the interaction is between the receptionist and uh, yeah. Father Daniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she she's up on that. Yeah. Like, hard. Uh, mm-hmm. She, yeah. You know, she's got one arm on, like, either side of the chair. She's got her face probably, like, yeah. we've said this before, where, like, if they had to kiss, they needed to back up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> her hand's not on his inner thigh. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we, we get the permission for the exorcism, so we go back to the mm-hmm. uh, detention center, the supermax at this point, yeah. and we're kind of getting this evaluation. <laughs> and and Charlie has been moved to, like, the equivalent of, like, uh, an interrogation room, but yeah. instead he's not talking to anybody with authority, he's talking to a psychologist at this point which i thought was kind of interesting that they're at least trying you know (laughs) which we know louisiana does not work that right (laughs) really giving louisiana the benefit of the doubt here it's a very white movie and and he's well how's school going how's school going dude what do you mean (laughs) hey man have you i've been in the jail cell (laughs) you know what i mean what the fuck are you talking about Has and someone it, been hurting you at yeah. school? <laughs> and it's another moment where Peter, they're kind of looking through like the double-sided glass and they're like, okay, well, yeah, man, you, you, you know, Daniel, you've got this. This is still yeah. your case, buddy. I believe in you. Get in there and figure this shit out. You and know? Peter's like, just yeah. go in there. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll talk to whoever. Right. Just go ahead and go mm-hmm. in there. Right. And it's just like goading him into actually being part of this interview. And he walks in and he sits down at the table and he's just like, I don't know who you are. The psychologist is like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. He's like, uh, that's fine. I'm not, I'm, yeah. not here, I'm not here for you. I know. <laughs> I answer to a higher authority. Ooh la la. It's Afro Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we uh, start having this like more of a breakdown interview and we can kind of watch that we're losing Charlie at this point, mm-hmm. right? He's not the kid that we met even in just the jail cell mm-hmm. in the same day, it feels like. He kind of looks like Black Parade era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just greasy, parted, yeah. <laughs> like bangs in front of his face. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would like to point out the fact that the kid who plays Charlie absolutely stole this mm-hmm. movie. Abs- like, for whatever fucking age he is, like, he acted his ass off. Mm-hmm. And for a movie that was supposed to be terrifying, that was not, mm-hmm. which... Most of the movies we watch, we feel like are. That's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you haven't been listening, yeah. you haven't been listening. Like, but we, 
but he really does like transcend that role of what's supposed to be the antagonist, right? Yeah. He's the demon that we're fighting, not mm-hmm. Charlie himself, but what resides within him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we watch his eyes go down. And that was actually kind of what was one of the better aspects of the acting in this movie for me is like, I could tell mm-hmm. when the demon started to take over right. and it wasn't based on special effects. It was mm-hmm. based on his acting and how he was portraying uh-huh. what it was like to be possessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at this point we get what I think is probably my favorite scene. We're back on the other side of the double sided glass. And now this is also the best scene in the movie. Yeah. 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 We were kind of looking at it, not from, um, Peter's perspective, but behind him, and you have all of the power go out in the building, and you see the officers that have gone in there to detain the kid that has, like, you know, at this point, oh, I've totally missed the part where he, like, controls a pencil and stabs the psychologist in the hand and everything. <laughs> right? like, oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Sorry. But he. Because that's um, actually when Daniel pieces out. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, the psychologist dips. After, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so he's doing his, like, Magneto, we are the cure kind of speech and everything. You know what I mean? He's hitting you with all that shit. Yeah. Um, but all the power goes out after cops, like I said, have rushed in. And this is awesome shot of like the guns firing and you get glimpses of where Charlie is in the room. He's backpacking this one dude, like snapping his neck and shit. And it's all kinds He's of He's ripping and the guts out of one of them, but he yeah, throws against the floor. And it's just in like these strobe flashes in the dark. It was really, really sick. Dude, he grabbed one guy by the inside of his belly button and he made it at Audi. I pinch. Yeah, you, you, if you paid real close attention, the sound design on this was incredible. You heard a. That was our kills two through five. Yeah. Yeah. It was just them exactly getting so fast. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So yeah. Charlie is now free in the detention center, which is now all out of power. There are apparently no more security guards, mm. which is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one was prepared for this. Those no were, was, they yeah. had the best of the best. They were, <laughs> yeah. like, what was a holiday? <laughs> <laughs> it was Memorial Day and everybody was off, dude. Come on. 100%. <laughs> I'm glad you can cut somebody slack because I certainly can. <laughs> uh, hey, dude, you're the one who was like, all right, I've counted the days from 95 until now. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> no, that's where the title came from. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the fucking title came yeah. from. I was say, even though it took place in like a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was no seven days at it all. It was his right. first day on the job. Yeah. So, so anyways, we have uh, Daniel who is now trying to escape, mm-hmm. right? Or some resemblance of it. He's 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 trying to find Charlie because Charlie's fucking gone and he's still, I still have a job to do. You know what I mean? I can't let this dude just go, right? And, and this so, is the first yeah. time he's running into the fray. Right. He's running into he's the danger. He's committing to the faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like the pep talk told him to do, right? right? And so this is him acting, you know, a little bit beyond his comfort zone. He moves past a couple of other dead guards, I suppose. Like one of them had their eyes gouged out and everything and just like all well, kinds of shit. he runs into the psychologist first, right? As he runs through yeah. the strobe hall. Hallway, yeah, yeah, which yeah. guys if you yeah. watch this movie <laughs> seizure fucking warning yeah. well, like, that's very real. i mean I, the the rate on that fucking uh those lights were like mm-hmm. and I, th- I thought i was gonna have a seizure mm-hmm. <laughs> and he you know he, he's running down the hallway he gets down it and then it resets itself because mm-hmm. i guess that's just what demons do sometimes you got to save some money yeah. yeah well you see the the psychologist at the end and he's just like Hey, I'm okay. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> it wasn't like the most wholesome. Daniel? Oh my god, Daniel! Woo, I've 
been running for hours. <laughs> I literally just pulled this pencil Daniel, out of my me. hand. <laughs> it's bandaged. I just, asked, I just asked him how school was. Yeah. I get a dick, right? right. <laughs> so he loses his feet out from under him, right? With the darkness behind him, he fucking bodies his face on the floor, and we all know what's coming. He's going to get sucked into the yeah. fucking darkness. Mm-hmm. But it's like almost a 30-second shot of him just being like, Help! 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 But it's just him laying on the floor yelling at Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also so far away. Right. It's like it's like if Daniel was a hundred yards yeah, away yeah, yeah. and they had been screaming at each other the whole time. <clears throat> and then Daniel was just about to say, like, hey man, your toupee looks fucked up. And then as soon as he goes to say that, it's like bop! Help me! It's like there's no way I can get to you. Right. Even if You're I squeeze it right now. <laughs> Hope yeah. you find your dad. <laughs> you should pray right now. <laughs> So for our kill number six, Mr. Psychologist. Yeah, and then I guess seven. Like a seven said, was is that just lady. so yeah, at, this point, I just, <laughs> at this point, what I did was I stopped taking notes because I assumed he was about to body an entire prison. Yeah, is yeah. what I thought was going to happen. But um, he he get, Daniel, I should say, gets a hold of Charlie. Like they re meet. Their strobe effect comes mm-hmm. back on and everything. Charlie again, the actor did a fantastic job of illustrating this. And this yeah. scene in particular, I thought was actually kind of. I, I think like, this was his apex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apex. He's moving. He's got blood on his shirt. He's got blood pouring out of his mouth and everything. And I can't remember how. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Charlie lunges at him and attempts to control him or attempts to, you know, at least yeah. kill him. Yeah, yeah. He, he does but, grab onto him. Uh-huh. And somehow or another, it just all goes away. You well, know? So I think that scene with what with what you're talking about, I think it all happens at once mm-hmm. because we have that instance of Daniel is walking at him, mm-hmm. right? He is walking at right. Charlie totally. yeah. and Charlie is very still clearly possessed mm-hmm. and he's falling towards into that. Daniel too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very quick instance. In where the shadow it... of two gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we feel again, that sense of his faith, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what it's all focused around so far is him finding his faith yeah. through all of this, which is very ironic. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> anyways, we, you're right. He la- Charlie latches onto mm-hmm. Daniel, but in that same instance, he's like, "Charlie, I can see you. Mm-hmm. You can see me." And it just like fucking releases for a minute. Mm-hmm. Charlie regains uh, control mm-hmm. over his body, and you know he starts talking about. Um, actually, earlier in prison, I feel like he was talking about the man that he was describing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that you know he was supposed to help and all this and like what he looked like. And then we see Guy Pierce standing in the window outside mm-hmm. of the detention center. Mm-hmm. And Charlie goes, it was him. Mm-hmm. And what I think is really cool is I feel like we're supposed to take on the idea that Charlie sees the demon that is in Pierce. Mm-hmm. We've had our theories throughout mm-hmm. this movie a lot, but I think that was our first instance of confirmation that we actually have seen this evil entity mm-hmm. already and it's like it's like the uh uh the fairy curse like you can only see fairies if you had a fairy mm-hmm. right you know or made a deal with one or fucking whatever and and that kind of extent of the lore mm-hmm. so it, it feels like whether it be him reading the energy or whatever he's like that is mm-hmm. the demon which again daniel just kind of fucking blows off he's like that's mm-hmm. fucking weird yeah. 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 For someone who's had the day that he's had, Daniel blows mm-hmm. off a lot of weird shit. <laughs> and so at this point, he is also sort of allowing himself to be suspect of Peter at this point, too, because again, 
deception, things, you know, right. things of that nature that Peter told him at the beginning of the movie, being clever, thinking outside the box and things like that is right. how you find who the demon is and that sort of thing. So he's at least keeping his options open right. at this point. And I, and I thought that was really cool. And then we move into being in the house again, right? right. Which I which we come mm-hmm. to assume that it was Charlie's house mm-hmm. that yeah. we come back to. Um, and they're like gearing themselves up and, you know, actually Peter put on a fucking father suit mm-hmm. and a collar. He's like, not d- dipping out this time. He is going to be in the room during yeah. this exorcism and everything. Like, we're going to get through to this together. To a degree, though, though right? Like, well, he's going to be in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know, there's always a lazy exorcist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in the original exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, that exorcist is a part of the union. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we only work hourly with benefits. <laughs> yeah, don't even try calling them on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they busy. Yeah, they're so busy. So, you know, they're gearing themselves up. They're, like, pouring their holy water into different things, and they're <laughs> which I don't understand why you wouldn't just keep it in what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, they're pulling their crosses out. They're getting dressed up. They're putting their sashes on, and they're, like, <laughs> it's, it's almost uh, like Reservoir Dogs where mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Orange is having the conversation with Mervyn Nash about... <laughs> <laughs> About don't bitch out on me right now. We are almost there. Yeah. Don't fucking don't fuck this up, you yeah. know. And you know they have their pep talk. They move into the room, and now uh-huh. like we finally get our exorcist scene that we've been looking for for a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, and there's fucking pillows that have been duct taped with crosses <laughs> into the windows. I guess yeah, dude, it was almost like it was almost like Father Peter learned from Kevin McAllister. How to booby <laughs> trap a house for demons. <laughs> like, like Kevin was like, yeah, no, if you use pillows, it's way better than just curtains. Right. Demons can't go through pillows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I but am, if, but I, once we get to the end, I'm going to comment on that because I have one more theory. <laughs> the pillow yeah, demons? Yeah. I have yeah. the pillow theory. <laughs> or seven layers. Uh, yeah. So we, we have Charlie tied to this bed, right? And we're starting this exorcism and... This is something, mark this, because we're going to come back yeah, to yeah, this yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Is So we have uh, Father Daniel is like getting himself set up. Meanwhile, uh, Guy Pierce <laughs> is sprinkling the holy water and crossing him and like all of this shit. And, you know, Guy Pierce takes a step back. And what happens, he starts, uh, or Daniel starts reading the same shit that we see in the very first scene. Mm-hmm. And it occurs to him... He has this vision earlier on of the boy that ha- that Father Lewis was trying to save was set on fire. Mm-hmm. And we start to see, you know, throughout this exorcism, the demons fighting it. And Charlie starts to, we start to see these boiling and burn marks that we see from the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. Yeah. And he thinks to himself, like, this isn't fucking working. Yeah. And, you know, Peter's standing over his shoulder, ironically mm-hmm. enough, being like, it's not, it's not Charlie. It's the demon. Don't listen to him mm-hmm. where, you know, meanwhile, <laughs> he, we get these flashes of all the instances in the movie and the twist finally unveils itself mm-hmm. that if you've been paying attention, you probably fucking mm-hmm. knew the whole time right. yeah. was that Guy Pierce, Father Peter was the demon mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I actually said during the movie, I was like, I feel like in that exorcism, he got the demon mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. And and that came totally full circle. And, you know, once he has this realization, 
there's this really shitty shot of him just like holding the cross and he just starts turning it to father (laughs) to father peter (laughs) and he's just like what are you doing yeah no stop yeah also father peter has had a crucifix on the majority of the movie so as if a bigger a slightly larger cross is going to do anything again maybe i fucking missed something but i don't understand the logic of a demon possessing a boy and also another dude that like can you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah, right so that that's one of those clarity things but i think it was whatever they were saying right it was the Mm -hmm. incantations because notably in the there's only one exorcism Mm -hmm. that is different than the other exorcisms that happen in this movie Mm -hmm. and it is the one that happens with peter and daniel Mm -hmm. and ma helen where he knew her name yeah right and there's this asinine moment where daniel gets like choked up like uh peter grabs him by the collar and pulls him close to him mm-hmm. and he's just like you just had to do one simple thing and daniel was like i don't think you want to tell me your name do you and mm-hmm. i'm like of course he fucking doesn't yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a demon <laughs> you didn't pick up on this the entire fucking right. time <laughs> it w- which i i always thought was like a really cool allusion to a lot of apocryphal lore with like, you do have to know the demon's name to control it. And that's also very Constantine. Mm-hmm. And where like, yeah. they really kind of follow that vein. And now we just have like this knockdown drag out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Everybody like, you know, uh, Daniel's absolutely getting his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he winds up, yeah. they wind up on the course. Yeah. They, t- they turn the lights out. It comes back on. He lights a candle. He winds up going into the bathroom yeah, where he yeah. just gets drowned by like it looked like the like shadow seven, clone yeah, ninjutsu yeah, and seven, just fucking. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point he's still just like drowning himself. Yeah, because yeah, right. I, I think that was the Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I deserve. I'm doing real bad for this kid. He's got the nine tail. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna fall down these stairs myself. And then he jumps down another mm-hmm. flight of stairs. Three for three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel falls down the stairs number three. I just yeah. see the like family guy scene where Peter can't make it downstairs for like an entire <laughs> week. He just keeps <laughs> ah. Ah. So yeah, now he's like confronting uh the I guess not what we now know to be a demon. The we, demon demon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> which brilliantly never at any point in time told us who it was. Mm-hmm. Surprise, the demon's not a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've been doing this for a minute. And actually, that was one of my favorite parts was they, act, the fact that he knew the demon's name was already the first giveaway that we had in this mm-hmm. movie. Because uh, for me, it's like, you know, knowing that aspect of the lore, you think to yourself, how did you convince that demon to tell you mm-hmm. their name? Right. <laughs> yeah. Or how? Or what did you read? How did you fucking figure this out? You know, mm-hmm. like how did you rumple still skin this fucking yeah. demon? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's a that's a whole other thing apparently. But <laughs> they wind up in this knockdown drag out in the middle of the kitchen. A scuffle. A a, a, a tussle. <laughs> There's a lot of slapping. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, you know. The uh, demon Guy Pierce is now choking uh, Father Daniel against the wall, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "You just had to do one simple thing, mm-hmm. and that's not what you did. You mm-hmm. just had to take on the demon that was in this boy, mm-hmm. which I think was actually probably the most important plot point of this entire movie. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is when we talk about how uh, the demons were spreading like wildfire, mm-hmm. right? We don't know what the the aspect of that is 
Because for me, when he said that, I thought we were going to be running into multiple demons sure. throughout the rest of the movie. They were using words like, you know, them and things like that. Yeah. Like, you know, plural. We right, are many yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. And that sort of shit. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about that in concept in terms of like what the genius, quote unquote, beyond this kind of plan is, is that it forces why are we making Daniel go in mm-hmm. by himself so he can develop compassion mm-hmm. right so he can develop some kind of with soften him you up. know what i mean <laughs> like he feels vaguely responsible for this person beyond the means that he can provide as ah. an exorcist you yeah. know what i mean so when he's in that moment where we're before the exorcism actually happens he says no matter what happens we're going to get through this together he leans down to charlie's bed and tells him that he's like okay i'm ready you know what I yeah mean? during the exorcism he continually loses focus charlie charlie come back man i need you to come back no say it say the words now we're running out of time you yeah. know what I mean? it's like you know what i mean and so it kind of yeah well and that's kind of like in that vein that i was talking about i feel like again why this is such an important plot point is mm-hmm. you realize what the demons' plans mm-hmm. were is they're infiltrating the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. trying to stop the only force on earth that could stop them. Mm-hmm. So they've been providing misinformation mm-hmm. to them, which is why in the very first scene, the exorcism A didn't work and set a kid on fire. Mm-hmm. And B, we had Father Peter get possessed and start what we now know as you were talking about earlier, which I guess that was about the extent of how important that scene was, Mm -hmm. was the fact that other priests had worked with him, Mm -hmm. right. That had survived Mm -hmm. these, these exorcisms. Right. Um, And we just, uh, for me, I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool to bring that part of the plot very full circle. I did like the, the, the fact that the movie took the time to one drop all of the clues to tell you the truth. You know, like mm-hmm. at no point in time was there some lame. Ah, just kidding. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everything the movie told you. It was the, me the whole time. Right. Like everything <laughs> the movie told you was exactly yeah. what you needed it to be. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I really enjoyed that about it. It was fun to, to be in it. it. It made you made me feel connected to Daniel, totally. who, who most of the time I was like, why the fuck is he doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck are you in my car, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on? So, you know, we have, again, throughout all of this banter, the mm-hmm. whole, the, the whole, I like to think the whole time that we've been talking about this, that Daniel's been it's getting choked up against the fucking yeah, so wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> guys. I have in my notes that Daniel Arya Starks it. <laughs> he uses the free offhand to reach into his pocket, pull a crucifix out. We know how fucking like capable those are. Of oh yeah, people, apparently. And I guess how yeah. sharp crucifixes right. are. Right. Yeah. right. I did not realize that. To the throat. Yeah, and Four. just fucking kill number seven. Right. Eight. Eight. Nine. Jesus Christ! I, don't know. <laughs> I stopped counting. He's yeah. fucking dead. <laughs> we don't know how many cops walked into that room. It's somewhere between ten and twenty. You know. Before he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before uh, Guy Pierce finally passes away, he actually comes. The demon releases. Right. Yeah. And, and he has. I don't body. want to be in a dead body. Holy oh, shit! Thanks, man. Yeah, super quick. Yeah, so I I, I love that too because I brought that human aspect back for like half a second to like Mm -hmm. really kind of drive home the fact that this character that we've been following the whole time has actually never been our character. Mm -hmm. That's why he was that, you marked it, silver tongue devil the entire time that would get his way. He was good at talking to everybody. He got everything done. He knew fucking demon names. Mm -hmm. He could see fucking demons. Like, Mm -hmm. bro, it was all in front of you the whole time. And this is another example of like the killer playing with his food. Yeah. Is when he's sitting in the car with him and he's just like, 
He's almost like sucking himself off when he's mm-hmm. like, demons are clever. Mm-hmm. You gotta think outside the box. Right. You never know what we're gonna do. Wait, yeah. did you say we? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we move on to our final scene of the movie where we're meeting with the Archbishop again and I guess this is like a day later because like yeah, because the house explodes. The demon oh, yeah, tries yeah. to possess, you know, yeah. Also, Daniel just leaves glass in his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for an exceeding yeah. amount of time. I don't yeah. remember why the house exploded again. Demon, I think I think you said demon wave. And it was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the AOE effect. You know what I mean? If you paid close yeah. enough attention, you would see that tent from the homeless shelter. Still <laughs> flying across the window. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> Everything tied in. They're keeping up from the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to find Ma Helen. Right. No one's got a real homeless problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, like we're back get, with the Archbishop. At yeah, this point. yeah, yeah. Charlie yeah. is saved at this point. Mm. We're with our final girl, which is Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he's a little bit of a gangster himself. He's feeling now. himself now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got a little sure. wobble in his walk. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. But also, like, mm. just to my point earlier, like. The priest is still horrifying to me. Like, the mm. archbishop? Dude, he's still the scariest character this whole thing. Yeah, he's uninviting Alfred. <laughs> not even just that, but it's like, there's no way that that guy was not aware of what was actually happening. Totally. His secretary isn't on it. The secretary's not on it? You're going to tell me that the main guy doesn't know? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then and Daniel's just like, hey, thanks for the information, boss. I guess I'll see you later. To right. the back cave. Minutes <laughs> 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 Well, he does, because he, like, looks at him, he's like, do you have the files that I need? And yeah. it's all the priests that had mm-hmm. been exercising with uh, Father Peter. Yeah. So he's just like, all of these people are demons. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, that final girl, you look up in the win- uh, the mm-hmm. rearview mirror, oh, you turn the car the on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You put the pedal to mm-hmm. the metal in this fucking 74 Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck Which wasn't driving. your car to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the demon's car. We yeah, took the, the demon's car. Demon, I was going to say. He won't be needing it. No. Check oh. engine light was still on. <laughs> Before you wrap up with the plot, I want to go back and talk about my theory with the pillows and the windows. Yeah. Right. And oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. stupid yeah. now that I think about it, but it's just funny to me that a demon wouldn't know how to set up an exorcism. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to put these vaguely things like, okay, no light, right? That sounds right. Okay. They well, think we're no afraid of crucifixes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So he like he's like like cutting cart like cardboard paper or whatever. You know, construction paper is one of cardboard. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> like construct, they're like these cute little like lavender and pink crosses all over the pillows and everything. And it's just I just thought it was funny. No, I agree. Yeah. With you. I think that's it's fucking hilarious because yeah, yeah even like they, they look like someone put swords <laughs> in the windows. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then they were even like, oh, no demons allowed in. Right. You know what I mean? like, here's a little cross to look stop how the demons. You shall not pass. We definitely want to trap the demon in this room with us. Right. <laughs> you got the Ouija board ready? Right. Yeah. 100%. In case we have to summon it back. <laughs> yeah, just in case. I'll just put a circle of salt around the room. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you look over and you're just like, <laughs> What did it say? What did it say? And again, like, my, my biggest issue with this whole movie, and, like, I don't know if this is supposed to be part of the lore or not, but, like, it absolutely amazed me that, like, crucifixes don't affect demons. Mm-hmm. Holy water doesn't affect demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dying, I guess, does affect, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Specifically, uh, Father Peter or whatever sprinkles 
yeah, uh, holy water onto the other demon. Mm. So uh, one demon was like, ugh, shit, you know what I mean? Mm. That, that's why ah! I'm fucking... Yeah. yeah. yeah that's Scream. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hits you with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that was, by the end of the movie, you're waiting for them to, like, nux. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Got you, bro. Yeah. I really appreciate you eating that glass. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I got out of there as soon as it started. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that I mean, that kind of wraps up the movie. So I mean, like, let's let's go ahead and start off with uh, scores. So Eric, I'm gonna start with you. Yeah, fuck this 1.7 shit. This is an honest like five and a half six. I would say. I mean, it's 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 it is what it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think it's grossly undervalued. If that's generally, or maybe I just all three of us missed something. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I I thought it was totally fair. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you guys told me what like the scores for this were, I, I think that almost helped that my my expectation was a little bit lower because <laughs> then I just accepted this yeah, hot that's mess the strategy for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, yeah, no, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Like overall, it was, like the movie was fun. It was enjoyable. It was mm-hmm. exactly what it said it was mm-hmm. at every at every turn. It was exactly mm-hmm. what it said it was, and I really enjoyed that. I just wish Guy Pierce could have figured out where the fuck he was from <laughs> in this movie True. at that's, all. Yeah. His, that's so his accent real. does change. Quite Maybe it's because he was a demon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the demon was like, ah, "This is what people from Boston sound like." Yeah, <laughs> it was in the Go Yankees. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. All right, sorry. <laughs> I've been alive for seven thousand years. My bad. So, so what were what were our ratings? Like, what 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 would the what would the number be that you're going to put on this? Oh, I, I'm I agree with. Um, dude, I just blanked on your name. That's okay. So I'm going to sit here until Perfect. you figure it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eric, okay. Eric, I'm pretty sure. There you go. Ooh, so, so, sometimes we don't even introduce him. <laughs> no, I agree with Eric in that it's a solid 5-5. Five, five. I'll get paid one day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually, uh, I'm going to be on the other end of the spectrum of this. I'm going to give this movie a solid 7. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, 100%. I thought uh, the dialogue that they gave to Guy Pierce, whether mm-hmm. he accented that correctly or not, mm-hmm. The dialogue was great. You know, he felt like, you know, this slick Rick Constantine-esque character that I loved. Yeah. I thought the actor that played Charlie was out of this world. You know, mm-hmm. he he made the kids from The Omen look like they can't act. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, it, no, he really did. Like, his portrayal, like you were saying earlier, like, that Magneto feel that mm-hmm. he had in yeah. that one scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that means he was resonating that scene. Yeah, he right. was emitting this energy that we were really latching onto. And fucking kudos to that kid, yeah. man. I hope he goes somewhere yeah. someday. I mean, just his, his his physicality alone and the changes that you were pointing out earlier mm-hmm. were, were so solid. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Sure. And then on top of that, again, I know I'm a sucker for, you know, the apocryphal mythos and stuff like that, but I really feel like they played on that so well because there were so many instances in this movie where I was latching on to the lore because it was already part of the lore. And I I love when there's, there's almost that subtlety because they made it such a modern day nuance, Mm -hmm. right? Where it was just like, we're taking the you know, 2021 exorcism with my iPhone and using my light under the bed kind of shit with still that same idea of like, you need to know the demon's name if you Mm -hmm. want to be able to control it and get it out. All the shit that you think works really doesn't. These guys are clever. These guys are smart. Their plan is to take over the Catholic fucking church, man. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. The the storyline for me alone Mm -hmm. was enough to give this movie a seven. Sure. Yeah. There was really nothing past everything that I said that would propel it any farther. (laughs) Yeah. But I would 
I would definitely call this movie a solid seven. At worst, this is an average exorcism movie. At yeah. worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I th- honestly, I think the only thing that, that doesn't I, that doesn't physically let me take this higher, it, I wanted a wink. I wanted a nod. I wanted something from the Archbishop that's like, yeah, good luck, kid. Because that's you know, an unresolved like, story like we were right, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I think that's the only reason I didn't take it to a seven. Seven to me feels like solid uh, uh, piece of work. Everything's tied up in a bow. There were some weird things production-wise mm-hmm. that kind of like missed. You know what I mean? Uh, but everything Not in the, the story. Tent. The tent hit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the everything in the story. Like there, there are no more uh, lo- loose ends to really tie up. Or completely self-contained yet yeah. the lore like you were saying is so deep that they want to take the storyline further they absolutely could make a spin-off or a yeah. sequel or yeah, something of that nature where he actually I mean? hunts down the right. other priest that would be badass as right. fuck he's just got yeah. like two shotguns on his back but again the problem is that's <laughs> just Constantine you know what I mean like that's what the issue is and so that's why I say <laughs> it, it's right there in the middle but the only thing they didn't tie up for me and that's kind of I feel like if they had put more effort into just that little bit I might have given it a 7.5 sure was uh the scene again where uh father peter and the archbishop are in the room together i want to know what that mm-hmm. conversation was i want to yeah. know what happened i didn't give a fuck what mm-hmm. was happening to daniel what the reception the time. Is right. but yeah. but that scene was also just a reminder that daniel is our final girl mm-hmm. he is the main right. character of this story as much as we wanted it to be guy pierce um so uh pat would you watch this movie again Probably not. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. But it, it not even like from like a, I would love to watch this movie with friends as, as like a hangout and we're, we're kind of not really fully paying attention. You sure. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. but to sit down and really like examine it as, as a film, I wouldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, that. and again, it's, it's, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Not everybody does what we do. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's like, I, I don't need to examine this again because the story beats tell you exactly what's going to happen. There is there is no real guessing game. And the only thing that I felt could Unless have been tied up. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I think Which could have we been. Which we are. <laughs> <laughs> let's, you know, let's just talk about this real quick. They revealed that Guy Pierce was a fucking demon when, whenever the kid was like, it's him. And then he stepped out and it was he was covered in red light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that was also the evilest of, color. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel like Daniel was like, oh, fuck, he does kind of look like a demon, right. huh? Like, wow. Um, but yeah, no, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't pick to watch this again if I was bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not like, Because hmm. Mr. Rogers is still an option. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Solid, I mean, solid answer. Uh, Eric, how about you? Would you watch this movie yeah, again? Probably not. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let's hear it from the seven. I want to hear it from the seven. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, first of all, if I were in the mood for some sort of possession, some sort of possession movie, you know, mm-hmm. I would take this over a lot of other possession cool. movies, yeah. you know, um, like uh, the diary of fucking, I can't remember her name. Um, but uh, oh, there were the, the Vatican diaries. That mm-hmm. was another one. Yeah. Um, the Exorcist 3, I would mm. definitely watch this over that. Emily Rose, maybe. <laughs> Emily Rose, yeah. I would definitely watch over, because that, okay. that movie fell really flat for me. Okay. 
Um, and I think this movie lore wise mm -hmm. had more to offer. And that's what kind of trips me up on a lot of these exorcism movies is they focus so much on the exorcism and not why the demon is even here or what the demon is or what the parameters yeah. are. And that's what validated this movie a lot mm -hmm. for me. Being it established a magic system. Yeah, I you know. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. So, I mean, I, I would definitely watch this movie again. I would love to watch this movie with friends mm -hmm. that are not on their cell phones. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I, I, I think the movie was fun. Yeah. I think if you are into that kind of thing, this is a movie for you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a person that likes The Exorcist, if you like movies like Emily Rose and mm -hmm. shit like that, you will absolutely love this movie. And if you pay me to watch it with you, I will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, shameless <laughs> Patreon plug. <laughs> um. Well, are there any closing thoughts on this movie, guys? Eric, we'll start with you. I see you're shaking your head. Oh, we're on a podcast. Sorry. No, I don't have any, <laughs> don't have any closing thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like I've said, I feel like I've, I've yeah, we've taken the time mm -hmm. to really examine each scene as we've kind of went. I don't have anything else to mm -hmm. say. Yeah, I think we really broke this down movie pretty well. And honestly, like, again, I would fucking watch this movie again. I thought it was good. The only, I actually, I do have a final thought. Uh, when, <laughs> So I, I pick a lot of the movies here at Under the Floorboards and, uh, you know, because I'm a tyrant. But uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, we're on a podcast. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> Eric nods. <laughs> we we should have put that on our Tic Tac, bro. <laughs> so, uh, God, fuck you, man. <laughs> I pick a lot of the movies here at, uh, at Under the Floorboards and... I will say when I picked this movie initially, it was because I was, you know, in a hurry. <laughs> and you know, I'm flipping through stuff. Rogue Christmas with exorcism sick. And you know, I'm I'm going through trailers. I'm watching different things to see kind of what is more on our brand, other than you know what people pay us to do. And uh, I came across this movie and. <laughs> So uh, right in the uh, right in the kisser. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, right. Sorry, he's cr making a cross on his chest. He's going Catholic. He keeps forgetting he's on a fucking podcast. But uh, when, when I picked this movie, in the initial trailer is actually the very first scene in the movie where you see Keith David, uh, and I'm just like. Yes, yeah. I fucking love yeah, Keith yeah, yeah. David. I'm so ready for this. Possessions. Let's fucking go. Keith he David. Yeah. Exorcisms. <laughs> Keith David. <laughs> dies in the first two minutes yeah. of a fucking movie. So he dies in the first. He dies so fast. Here I was like, oh, he got yeah. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually couldn't afford two top billing actors. <laughs> we made this on a budget of $50,000. Yeah, and it went to both of them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think overall we really enjoyed this movie. Pat, I really appreciate you being here as, oh, thanks, man. uh, if you would like to see our exclusive, <laughs> it... I've gotten better applause after doing dead dad jokes <laughs> in stand up. <laughs> if you guys would like to see our exclusive interview with Pat, please check out our Patreon as well as the bloopers from this episode because they are fucking golden. <laughs> And that's low tier. You can it give is. us $3 a month. 100%. And, <laughs> and you'll get to hear us a little bit more. <laughs> well, again, thank you, Pat, for being with us. Eric, as always, I appreciate you. 
And thank you all for joining us where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. Amen.